Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Welcome back to the Servants of Grace Theology segment. On, on today's episode, a listener writes in, and they have a great question. And the question is this. Do we know what God was doing before he created the earth? Well, what a, what a fascinating and a deep question. You know, our finite minds have a hard time grabbing hold of the idea that God existed all alone before the universe was created. In John 1, 1, the, the Bible says this. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The pre-incarnate Lord Jesus was united with the Father to partake of his glory and be called God. At, at the time of creation, the Holy Spirit was present before we were created. Genesis 1-2 describes the Holy Spirit as hovering over the face of the dark and the formless earth. And now before, that, before time even existed, God existed, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Trinity exists in perfect, flawless, and harmony before creation, having all they need in one another. In Psalms 16:11, David said that joy and pleasures forevermore are in the presence of the Lord. And so to be in the presence of the Lord carries with it fulfillment, joy, and pleasure. So before creation, God felt fulfillment and joy as he beheld and communed perfectly within himself. The Lord was and always will be uh, experience complete joy because he has complete and perfect knowledge of himself. In fact, the Bible teaches that the Lord exists uh, before the universe. The Lord is outside the universe and beyond the physical laws that govern it. And so as we consider God's pre-existence, we may be tempted to think that the Lord has existed even for billions of years uh, before creation. But but the truth is, is that God was is not bound by time as we are. The Lord created time itself. He alone is able to enter into time and space to intervene in the events of human history. In fact, before the universe was even created, there was only God. God is, is Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, all sharing in the same divine nature, one God. And since God is a Trinity, he enjoyed perfect companionship with himself before he even created the world. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit loved each other and had a perfect fellowship with one another. In fact, Jesus not only wanted to be with God the Father, but he also wanted his disciples to see his glorification. In John 17, 24, he expresses this desire uh, to them in his high priestly prayer. The whole aim of Jesus' teaching was, was to come under a death sentence to save sinners. In fact, the inner Trinitarian fellowship of the trinity guards against the idea of the lord creating people because he needs companionship or that he was lacking in any way the trinity had perfect and complete fellowship with one another the intertrinitarian love of god is is also a christian doctrine that expresses a key, key attribute of god his love the lord does not need anyone outside of himself to love because the members of the trinity love each other perfectly in fact ephesians 1 4 makes clear that the lord was not surprised by the fall and had even planned for it before he created man 
So the Lord, before the fall, had determined the Lord Jesus would die for the sins of people and rise again on the third, on the third day. Ephesians 1, 4 sweeps through all of redemptive history from eternity past to the Christian's present salvation and glorification in eternity future. You see, the Lord didn't suddenly create. There was no big bang and a, and a hope and a wish for the best. The Lord created intentionally with a specific goal in mind. And this end was determined before creation. Matthew 25, 34 reveals that the Lord had planned for his kingdom before creation and all that he meant for Christians to be in Christ. So the love of God and the plan of God for his kingdom are closely related. The Lord didn't need a kingdom. He was perfectly fulfilled in the Trinity. It said the Lord created the kingdom for his son Jesus, but also for his people whom he wanted to come into communion with himself. And so the purpose of salvation is to glorify God, but it, but it also results in our salvation and eventual glorification with Jesus in heaven. In fact, in the Gospel of John, the Christian's identity is seen to be in close fellowship with the Trinity. The Bible nowhere teaches that the people of God will become gods. Instead, in the resurrection, Christians will perfectly reflect the image of God as he intends them to do in the Garden of Eden. The fellowship of God's people is seen in the high priestly prayer of Jesus in John 17, 22-23. Now, Jesus' high priestly prayer is about an intimate fellowship with the Trinity, including sharing in love and glory. And in our resurrection bodies, a Christian will participate in the fellowship of the Trinity in the, in the closest relationship possible for an image bearer of God. Foundational to the doctrine of creation is, is, a, is a good God who loves and even who exists in the fellowship within the Trinity and who created mankind out of an abundance of his love. Now, the Lord did not need to create the universe. We need to say that. Further, he owes nothing to any of his creation. The Lord has shown himself again and again that he is a gracious provider and sustainer who blesses humanity even though they do not deserve it. In fact, Genesis, it presents the Lord as relational. This should affect our understanding of everything the Lord does throughout redemptive history. Genesis 1, 2-3 teaches that the physical world is not evil itself. And while the creation presently suffers the curse effects because of you know, humanity's sin, the Lord before the fall pronounced his creation good. And while Greek philosophy and even Eastern mysticism looks to escape the body, Scripture never affirms life as a disembodied spirit is the final goal of creation. Life in a physical world is referred to as the ideal, with the ultimate hope of humanity in a resurrected body in the new heavens and the new earth. The Lord made man as physical and even a spiritual being in his image. As such, the people of God will experience a renewed and, and a glorified creation when the Lord Jesus returns. You see, the, the, creature, the creator Lord has assigned each person a place, a value, a meaning in his creation. And, and all things are good because they come from a good creator. No human being is free to engage in behavior that violates the natural order as, as the Lord originally created it. The Lord has assigned a proper place for light and for darkness uh, to the field's vegetation, to human beings, and so he, uh, humanity cannot deny the order of the creation that he established. The world has meaning and purpose, which make it impossible that everything arose by chance. 
The, the creator gave meaning to the creation when he stamped his image upon humanity and, and called them to take dominion of, of the earth for his glory. So any attempt to find meaning and purpose apart from the Lord is futile. So in fact, we need to ask ourselves three questions that are essential to understand where your worldview comes from. What informs your understanding of the world around you? Do you seek meaning and value from the surrounding culture? Do you look to God's word to give you these things? You see, all around you, dear Christian, are competing worldviews that aim to take you away from the word of God. Scripture is the only rule and faith for the Christian and provides the people of God the only ability to judge what is true and right as coming from the Lord. As Christians, then, let us look to the word of God to define meaning and purpose for our lives. I want to thank you for listening or even watching this episode of the Servants of Grace Theology segment. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.